should get yours. I'ma get mine. You should get yours. I'ma get mine. You should get yours. I'ma get mine. 24/7. I'm on the grind. Getting money, nigga. I'm getting pesa. I'm getting money. Okay, nigga. that was an unreleased track from Atmosphere Re- Records featuring uh, Steph the rapper. Am I right, Nash? Alright, uh, welcome to episode 58 of What Is This Podcast. My name is Pepper5 and today we are joined by Atmosphere. Um, we, are four, we are five people, we are actually six people in the studio, including our producer. <laughs> and it's raining outside. <laughs> ah, so, um, before we get, we get into the podcast, uh, big shout out to BSTU for hosting us today. If we stopped giving them shout outs, I don't know why. And today I'm not joined by my 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 friend Victor. <laughs> I don't know where he is. I think he <laughs> overslept. And so it's Pepper Five alone and Atmosphere. There are four guys in the studio. Uh no, let's let's start by introducing ourselves from the left. Hello people. Yep. My name is Lemmy. Mm-hmm. Actual name is Ola. I'm a producer and DJ at Atmosphere Records, also the label manager and in charge of all things pertaining to music releases. Yeah. Um, what's up, guys? Um, my name is Kiambi. Uh, I'm the CEO of Atmosphere Records and uh, DJ slash producer as well. Uh, what's up? I'm Will. Um, I'm the head of the marketing team at Atmosphere Records, and I'm also a producer and an engineer. It was good, bro. This is <coughs> Nash A&R, uh, producer, stroke, uh, rapper, stroke, everything in Iris, bro. What does A&R mean, first of all, for people who don't know? I thought you didn't know that. <laughs> you know these initials be getting hard, bro. <laughs> Just became an exam up in here. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. So ANR basically means uh, everything that involves the artists, yeah. artist management, right? Yeah. And ANRs uh, are infamous for be- being the assholes in. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm that one. So are you the <laughs> asshole? <laughs> I am, but like, yeah, it's just all about like you know dealing with artists, making sure that yeah. artists is being represented, like booking of artists. Yeah. So yeah, this is my job, you know, making sure that the artist is good. Right. Yeah. So A and R, artist and repertoire. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, tell me about your genesis. How you guys uh, met in the first place, and how you came about to it, atmosphere. <sighs> Well, we met. Um, yeah. Okay, atmosphere started in. Where shall we say high school? Oh yeah, high school. High school. You all went to yeah. the same high school. It was okay. There's uh there are two members who are missing. Those Mark, Ocheng, and Davis who are not here. But uh, yeah, so in high school back in Rusinga days. Um, me, Ola, and Davis yeah. were really into. EDM, or say these guys were doing it more, but uh, yeah. These guys are uh, Davis and Ola. Let me used okay. to be a duo called Love K and Rio. We'll get to that, but yeah, continue. We'll yeah. That. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's where we kind of started. Yeah. Um, then we took a break a bit and like, I think maybe like in 2015, 2015, 16. That's when now we really started thinking about how we can come together. Yeah, so that's that's when atmosphere started. Like, as uh, so we started with uh, me, Davis, Ola, and Nash, and recently we've had uh, Will come on board and Mark as well joined us. But atmosphere started initially as a <coughs> our roots are in electronic music, underground electronic music. Mm-hmm. So that's we initially started as. Um, just a, a group of four DJs slash producers. But I'm seeing you guys have morphed into something else because yeah, I attended yeah. your event a recently. Lot has, a lot has really changed. You and know. tell yeah. us about that, like your your your, your transformation. Um, I think I'll take that. We started yeah. off. The first thing we did was at Creatives Garage. It was like an event series, yeah. like two weeks, and from there, we went to Thirteen Electric. 
Um, we did like three events there, and then that's when we now started the main product most people knew us for last year. That was Atmosphere Sessions. That was happening at Crooked Cues. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's just a matter of us seeing how the times are changing. Because, yeah, we have a gro- our roots all in electronic music, but we realized, yeah, that's not entirely what's going on right now. That Yes, it's still a part of the scene big time, but, like, we got to give credit to the local scene a lot more. And that's what gave birth to Katakata. And that's what we're doing. I think that's the event you attended. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've actually attended even the one at Crooked Cutes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so a, lo- yeah. a lot changed between from then because we took a, a break for almost a year after Atmosphere Sessions. Yeah. Yeah, so we took a break just to try and... Um, re-strategize. Re-strategize. Yeah. Because yeah, we felt like... Okay, the, ones that the, the events were not doing that badly, mm-hmm. but we we felt like th- we can do more. We can give do more to give people a, 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 a better experience in the event, you know. So it's a, we try to include now local artists who can come in with different genres mm-hmm. so we can give you a more holistic uh, art- artistic experience and plus gain new audiences yeah because you know uh if you call up a, f- a performer who's doing maybe genge tune yeah maybe he'll come with 10 guys, guys yeah someone who's doing uh new nairobi yeah yeah and like so we we just we wanted to focus on you know really empowering um like the many many artists that there are in nairobi yeah. so we found that a lot of the the platforms for you know musicians in Nairobi, it's there's just like really niche markets that are usually like they're so narrow, and we just wanted to give every create something where everyone can have a chance to you know do their thing and like create a buzz, you know, get big in the city, you know, yeah, like just turn up for everyone. Yeah, because um, yeah, our our main thing even with atmosphere sessions was that yeah. we like to give is that we were giving ourselves a platform. You know, because we are young guys and like you find that if you go to a lot of these places that do events and try and get a gig or something like they won't give you a chance, you know, Mm -hmm. especially. So like we try to give uh, a platform to especially up and coming people, up and coming people, because us ourselves are up and coming. So we try and um, merge that, you know, just to give. So like we realize that even like as they're up and coming artists, they are. There's more genres. There's so much yeah. going on in Nairobi, you know, like so. Like we just try to to give guys that platform. Ah, yeah, right. that's that's what we try. So we try working with like really low key artists. W- w- when you mentioned that, I remember there was a time uh, Nasty C d- was doing uh, something of 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 the sort. Mm-hmm. The the campaign was sponsored by Red Bull Africa or South yes, Africa. I'm not sure. It's called Lift as You Rise. Mm. Lift as You Rise. I'm not sure. Kind of like this uh, thing for. Empower. Yeah, but now mm. the whole concept was okay. You guys, you just told me you're doing uh, a gig where you guys are upcoming, yes, and you're trying to give a platform to at upcoming oh, other oh, upcoming yeah, artists, yeah. yeah. So oh. Nasty C was all about yes, he's not upcoming, he's already he's made it, he's, yeah. he's made it, yeah. But he gives he give he put out like four beats on SoundCloud, and he he like left space. I don't know how many bars, 16 or 32, I'm not sure. Mm, so you drop a feature. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then the best one, they, they get to shoot a video with mm. him, hang mm. out with him in the studio, so shit like crazy. that. Those, those yeah. kind of programs are crazy. The resources they give to to young up-and-coming yeah. guys. Yeah. Like also this rhythm and flow, have you watched it? On yeah, 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 yeah. You saw the way, like, I found it amazing, like, when you give an artist resources, mm. how quickly they can grow, you know? Exactly. They can and grow the so the fast. Right. From... Yeah, three yeah. three thousand dollars. Like I need that bag, bro. <laughs> Speaking of bags, you guys are you in bed with any corporates? Are you in bed with any sponsors? Or you self sponsored? No. Not self sponsored per se. But yeah, Atmosphere Records is a is a limited company. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we are official as of maybe a couple of months ago. We are official. <laughs> it's Congrats. been a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Congrats. a month guys. <laughs> I know the hassle of getting like the, your paperwork and taxes and all that, it's yeah. That's, so that's actually what I've been doing this past few weeks. Man. You as a CEO, yeah, KRA pin. Uh-huh. Um, been trying to set up a bank account also as well. You know, uh-huh. Been trying to do accounts, contracts, nini, all those. Uh, it's all those crazy, things. right? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, should we expect any if you were to do uh, endorsements yeah if you had to do sponsorships which brand do you think matches your your vibe uh, for now bro is any don't tell me you can think of maybe even a shoe brand bro <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing anything. Even we just trying to secure the like bag, anything. man. Whichever is secure in the Whichever. bag. Whichever. Yeah, but yeah. Like we'd <laughs> also be interested in, you know, um, you know, those big brands that are usually like involved with like entertainment, like you know, things like Safaricom. Yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. You told me you're head of marketing, yeah. Yes. So, um, right now Safaricom comes, yeah. uh, talks. G- they give you a call, yeah. Head of Safaricom marketing. Oh, yeah, my number. What do you have to offer, yeah? You as Atmosphere, what do you have to offer? And how can Atmosphere and Mpesa come together so that both our brands are lifted? For someone who doesn't know, maybe mm. this guy is called Mr. X. Mr. X doesn't know anything about Atmosphere. Mm. Yeah. So what are you going to tell them? Well, usually how we would handle something like that yeah. is... Uh, I would assume that somebody who's coming to us with such an idea would have something like they would know something about us but like how you'd handle that is like you first have to give background you know yeah exactly the you've done, you just give a background of what you've done and you you show like a timeline of um back then this is what we're doing we grew into this yeah all that and you know you just just explain yourself as your company and all that yeah. and at the same time uh if we're doing you know deals with such companies it's it's not like a one-sided type of thing it's not like we would just be seeking help so um we would also uh, ourselves have a le- have the leverage you know we'd have something ourselves to offer yeah and so we can create something that's like on a mutual you know benefit yeah. you guys consider yourself as new nairobi part of the new nairobi <sighs> Now she's no. so against that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we Why? don't. So every every person I've brought on the podcast, mm. I ask them that question, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No." Why? Because it's very exclusive, though. Weird. They they took they took a very. Who are they? Then you know, because guys, every say, let's every say, okay, so <laughs> let, let me say. Um, yeah. We can start with EA Wave because that's really where that whole New Nairobi thing started, but like, the artists going on that. That was, that was happening at that time. Yeah. Even us, we were not really active in the in the scene as New Nairobi was was setting out to define yeah, yeah themselves. Exactly. You know, because remember, there's a lot of posts back in the day, man. Facebook guys are just typing here. New Nairobi is not this. New Nairobi is this. New Nairobi is not this. So, like, yeah. I think they alienated a lot. Can of you even define uh, a new Nairobi artist right now? If you if you're told to define. I don't think so. You just only you only guys only guys were coming up at that time. Yeah. Can be can be considered uh new Nairobi. And why is it at that time. And why is it like everyone's it's like doesn't want to associate with that. <laughs> yes, you said it's uh, exclusive, yeah? Yeah. And people don't like uh quote I'll unquote I'll cool say this. kids. I think yeah. Um okay, one of the reasons for that is because um because of i guess you know just the people who like initially were pushing forward that whole idea of new nairobi yeah it kind of got to be associated with a certain type of sound in music and then exactly. also just like yeah. like to where like let's say you would have like events and then you know all those artists are like performing there you know it's kind of like I guess it felt to mm, many mm. people in the city as mm. a, as more of a click than like a whole thing that the whole city can claim you know yeah, so th- yeah. I think I feel that's more of the issue yeah. with that like yeah. it's not really like it's not really like hating or anything it's yeah. just that's just yeah but it's yeah. all love okay, Nash, 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 Nash. <laughs> <laughs> he has a burning point yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is yeah. this this one is, closer, oh, sorry. Yeah. this new Nairobi thing yeah. is for certain individuals if you think about New Nairobi, it's literally people who live in Kirelesho and Lavington. These people are <laughs> ch- no, like I'm, I'm being, I'm, okay, okay, I'm, I'm okay. being for real because yeah. if you think about it now, what we have is we have this gangetron. It's more involving. I can call that now New Nairobi because it's the New Nairobi. That's that's the vibe now. But when these guys were coming out, it was literally a clique of people making music, and now that became the genre of New Nairobi. 
that was not New Nairobi. That's what I'm saying. He gave an example of people like EA Wave. Mm. That is New Nairobi now. Now, that type of vibe, those are the guys who created that vibe. But if you're talking in the whole spectrum of artists and people who are making music, mm. then it does not represent Nairobi. That's that's what I'm saying. I so think if we're going to say what I'll define as New Nairobi, because definitely I'm not trying to be defined by what like New Nairobi has been, but what New Nairobi is for me is guys who are making the most original vibe that they can. Like you heard the song we played at the beginning. There are a lot of guys in Nairobi that are coming up with original content. For me, what I define as the wave, what I the goons who I really fucks with are people who their content is hands down. It's original. You're not trying to be anyone. And I think that's what killed the hype of New Nairobi. Like right, you're making trippy music, but But like you're allowed to, to get inspired. Of you're course, not of course, of course you're allowed yeah. to get inspired. Like so what's what's the line between inspiration and you're trying to be someone, you're trying to be Drake, you're trying <laughs> to be I think it's how do I put it? Real recognize real man. Like there's a way I you know you, you always know. Feel free to mention names. Real, man. I, I ain't about <laughs> <laughs> we ain't name dropping no one. We need that check, bro. If you ever go for like um, a jam session, yeah. um, Gecko Cafe does their jam sessions. The collective Envio they do their jam sessions. When you hear jazz musicians and like those are guys in Nairobi, they're fully influenced na- by Nairobi, yeah. but they're making the craziest music, man. And for me, those every element of music out of Nairobi, the Gangatun guys the people who provided you're being true to your art and you're being true to your craft that's new nairobi because you, we got to take inspiration from everywhere around us man and i think the challenge before is you have a group of people who have similar experiences saying this is what new nairobi is but that doesn't re- relate to like so many goons man you have so many goons who our experiences are so different mm. so how i would defend new nairobi and that's the only way i can be a part of it is if we're saying it's goons who are making the most genuine authentic that they can make that you can take your inspiration from wherever but you be true to yourself all right um <laughs> now let, 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 let's uh jump into we've talked about new nairobi talked about events you guys have done let's jump into uh breaking new markets mm-hmm. uh we had a discussion with the ceo that's kiambi and mm-hmm. you guys were telling me the concept around an event you guys are planning called the it's called the thrive thrive yeah at Kilifi. Mm-hmm. It's still a concept, right? It yeah, but I don't talk too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, like okay. It's, it's yeah. surrounding that topic, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys performed at Kilifi New Year. Yes. So that's a new market. You guys are used to Nairobi, right? So how yeah. was that experience? Right from like getting the gig to performing it was and everything. It was it was actually okay yeah but okay yeah it was actually a, <coughs> a chippy experience if I'd say because uh-huh. I got a phone call from Ola and he's like yo you know what I'm saying yeah Ola was like we just got booked without you guys didn't know no like okay we we been it was a surprise we were trying yeah. but then like Ola was Ola's a guy who was now <coughs> in at the forefront yeah negotiating with these guys right. you know talking about it so for most of the time all we just knew was we might play. But we like it was like okay, we if you do cool, if yeah, you if don't, don't, yeah. And then like yeah, we just get a phone call. This guy, you know, shout out Sam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, shout out Sam though. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, he got a phone call. Yeah, yeah, they set the thing and shout out to them because they gave us a full atmosphere. We were yeah, we were four DJs at that time. We were four okay, yeah, we we're four now DJs, but like the company's grown, but we were four DJs at that time, and they gave us like everyone got a booking. He got, I got Kiambi. Shout out Davis too. He's not here. So it was. I won't lie to you. It was like one of my best, like one of the best experiences because that was a really big festival, and you're being told you're playing, you know. And then now they set the contract. The contract, like I never seen a contract in my <laughs> life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Yo, a contract so in my you, life. You guys were signing all this yeah, shit, bro, yeah. You know, it was, it was actually a mad experience because we hadn't like personally for me i'd never been through it's safe to say that was your biggest gig for me as a yeah for me that was yeah. my biggest gig for you nash yeah. what about for I'd, you ola i'd, I'd say that but you're in a uh, but you're in a duo before um still uh, like in the duo i was in yeah we did a couple of gigs but like we're still finding our place in the scene um i would say i've done more 
bigger gigs after we started focus as individual artists. Yeah. Like, but definitely Kilifi New Year. That would that would be a highlight. That'd be a highlight gig. And for someone who's not been to Kilifi, mm-hmm. someone like me, right? Uh, wh- what what should they expect when they go there? I think it's a very interesting thing because like I was there for most of December last year. So yeah. Early in December, you see this really quiet town. It's hella beautiful. A couple of expats making so the economy boom. But it's really a quiet-ass town. Like, there's not that much going on. It sucks, baby. It's literally it sucks. Honest. It, <laughs> it honest, sucks. It's like and then, sucks. then yeah. it, around Christmas, <laughs> it starts getting... <laughs> you you also there, Yeah, it was there, man. There's nothing going on in that town. There's literally it's nothing. Dead. And then around it's Christmas... Dead, bro. <laughs> yeah, you just start realizing when you go to the supermarket, yo, there are more people here. And then yeah. 28th, you're like, what the fuck, man? It's like we're in a city. Because <laughs> you're in Tuskies and there's only one Tuskies in Kilifi with yeah. like five counters. And now you're there for an hour because of how full it is. And that's just been like... It so there's an influx crazy. of people around crazy. that time. Yeah, around people. that time. Definitely. Is it totally because uh, of Kilifi New Year, the event, or it's because of other purposes? I think that's the of it. Like, and shout out to them for doing that because they literally went to Shags and figured out how to get people from around the world to want to come to your Shags. Which is shout out Kilifi, but you're like for real. It's an aus- it's an awesome place, but like they went to shout the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yo, because yeah, you know they took him. Yeah, there was the there was the festival that yeah. used to happen in uh, in Diani. Yeah. Then it. Beach fest Diani yeah, Beach Festival. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah that, yeah. Then I think it fell off for one year, and Kilifi was there. Then they snatched that money. Yeah, six M. Yeah. Yeah, beach life. Yeah. Beach life. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that time yeah, there's a lot of insecurity those times. Yeah, guys are like, no. So they slacked and then yeah, Kilifi came. Kilifi took over. Uh-huh. Yeah, now it's looking like guys are looking for a new place to go. Yeah, I think that's even something we ought to talk about because there's no entertainment brand in Nairobi that I can think of that's kept their spot for long enough. Like guys in Kenya, man, like they just mm-hmm. come up, you do a few events, you're popping for a few years, you're out, man. Like, and it's. You can say Kenya Nights has been consistent. Okay, they've been consistent. That's maybe, yeah, that's one guy. I can yeah, they've had like 10 years. Really has held it down. Kenyanites has been consistent, but it's been consistent. Okay, like, let me not even talk badly. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's the, their target market. Yeah. So they've been consistent because of their target market. And their target market is uh, experts, uh, people who go to IG schools, uh, people who go to IG expatriates. So I just... Like, even to the entertainment industry, bro, like, like, this is what we're trying to do. But if we were not doing it, I just wish that people were more original, bro, you know? Back to the roots. You're doing th- something for us Africans and Kenyans. Because a, a lot of, like, we b- we're in the in- entertainment industry, and, like, most of the time, I'm just seeing that people, like, even when people are doing events, they're trying to get other people, but not us. So... If someone was going to do something more original, like shout out Kenya Knights, they've been holding it for 10 years. Like Rizwan knows what he's doing. But what I wish is, like now he's brought back Major Laser for the third time. So what I wish is expanding to, which like right now in Kenya, I know if you, this what is uh, your podcast here. Yeah? Yeah. If you ask guys like, who are you going to bring? They're not going to see a Major Laser. Mm. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? So you should go back to the people and know what the people want. Right now, I feel like the Kenyan market yeah, is... The guys are starting to fill that gap. I can say even... Uh, Nairobi R&B, hype. some stuff. Yeah, but... XB, I've started yeah, hype, hype is trying. Hype yeah, is... Tr- hype is... Blankets has been around. Yeah, sh- yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like... No, nah, I feel like Blankets is actually not doing... Yeah, hype... No, no, because of I Blankets... Mean, you know what I mean? Uh, for me, too, I, much I, I, <laughs> too much hype. Too much hype. Too much hype. Exactly. You know, like... We're not bringing like right now i feel like nairobi is flooded with this nigerian like no 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 the nigerian it's, it's, it's wave flooded and tan- nah Even for me for me, me it's flooded dog okay because Let we're me bringing in rema mm-hmm. listen we're bringing in rema there's uh joe boy uh shout out ola this is my nigerian but yeah you feel me it's yeah. it's flooded of the same thing like right now i feel like and i understand because that's where the money is but like there's not no, really. It uh, mm. it actually is. 
but like the variety, bro. Like in artists, the nigga, the, the, let me not say niggas. I don't want people to catch feelings. I'm saying, but like, I feel like the market is like the Kenyan market is so big, and like Kenya is so diverse and dynamic. I call Kenya dynamic because people are always adapting to new trends, and especially like musically, people like Kenya is a really good place. So I feel like these guys who are also doing events can try step up the game. Like, okay, no, boys. We had Tuskerfest the other day. That was Tuskerfest was actually dope. I think that was an old Kenyan lineup. Yeah, that, that was actually I dope. Think we need to safe to say that because safe, safe to say, yeah, it was actually old Kenyan lineup. Is the way it is now is because Nigerians fuck with Nigerians before anyone else and yeah. so it didn't need you're 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 an ambassador of nigeria not necessarily well not you here. not you not i'm nigerian when they come to kenya <laughs> they're an ambassador of nigeria yeah. so mm-hmm. all the trucks they play in the, the in their car nigerian exactly mm. and even everywhere home, nigeria when they're bringing mm. artists you you put two chains on the lineup but the local artists are still the biggest names on that lineup and you see that kind of culture it's letting the people know as much as we're bringing these guys, we care about our own more. And you see, like, yo, it's not right that you bring a Nigerian artist here. And his name has taken the space that all the other local artists have taken. Like, what you're just what saying is very uh, is oxymon- hmm? <laughs> oxymoronic, yeah? Because <laughs> what you're does a that Nigerian. Mean? What does it's that mean? <laughs> like, ambiguous. Oh, I you get mm-hmm. Like, you're a Nigerian, right? Yes. And you're, you're not fighting for Nigerians to have the center stage. No, because right now I'm really Why? just being objective. In any music industry, you're not going to grow a local music industry by purely endorsing international artists. Okay. That's not mm. going to grow it. Like mm. And the fact is, the biggest events we have here, with the exception of maybe Tuskerfest that happened recently, the events we have here, the main point of marketing is we're bringing an international act. That's literally what the event is packaged to show. So you have the international. I act can name a few where supported by they, they don't do that. But how mm-hmm. how how much mm-hmm. is that becoming a trend? It's a working progress. It's yeah. the usual uh, trend, you know, and like so we're we're just trying to yeah. be part of you know that like change towards like yeah. we want like we want us to be bigging up ourselves, man, like as yeah. Kenyans, bro, and like you know we think about this all the time. So like in all of these other countries, they never really rely on the concepts of foreigners to push the whatever they're trying to do, like whether it's events or like an artist who has like a tour or whatever, unless it's like, you know, a world tour, or a worldwide tour, whatever, all those things. So like in America, for example, um, if you have a festival in, let's say, California, you're not you're not relying on people from Europe to come. You know, you have your market there in California first and but then But comparing the Kenya to America is ki- I mean, kind of unfair. Mm. It's it's not Safe it's not say. that it's unfair but it's because that can exist in any country, you know what I mean? So it's not really that I'm comparing it to America per se that it has to be the same but we just we want to move away from this thing of in Kenya to have a popping event or to really gain attention you have to bring a foreigner and then when they when you bring that foreigner they're not even it's not even a lot of times that great of a performance you know yeah yeah so like i've seen that before i've seen yeah that exactly and like yeah. they perform 15 minutes 30 minutes yeah, yeah. We're, we're just like really like passionate about this idea of just like we want kenyans to, the first person you want to see is someone from your own city someone from your neighborhood you know someone from you know some you know just you guys do events right oh. yeah. yes so you know the return on investments so okay based on uh consumerism point do, do you d- is is that justified like bringing an international because you need you put in one million right into the event and organizing and marketing getting the venue mm. and booking the artist yeah, so y- you expect 1.5 buck but if you bring uh, a kenyan lineup a uh, study has shown that you, so you probably people yeah. people yeah. won't come for your event yeah that's that's interesting because honestly we're on both sides of that because so yeah, we do events, yeah. but at the same time, we're, we're also a record label yeah. trying to develop the music scene. So, I think you need to have yeah, we're we're in th- we're we're like, our thing is that on one side we're trying to develop the scene and get people to really get that buzz and the fans to really love this music, which is already happening in Nairobi and the whole country. Would and 
just really want to be a part of that. And at the same time, the other thing we're also doing is we're, you know, we're hosting events. So yeah. we want to see those move towards each other eventually. So but I think we're at an interesting yeah. point in the music scene because now a lot of Kenyans are starting to really fuck with Kenyan music. You know, I think Af- like after play KE music. Yeah. Or do you think that was not a big factor that led after it? After play KE music. No, I no, I'd say. I think it played Maybe a big role it in did, it. Yeah, but. Yeah, the guys have to get the props of the Gangetong guys, man. That's what that's what really made Kenyan stuff. It's a step in the right direction, yeah, safe to say. Definitely, Because you know there, there were guys before, like like there was uh, you can even name say like Salty Soul or whatever. Nightboy, yeah, the usual Fena. Yeah, those guys but were there. Like for but now, like now guys, guys, you can actually put uh, let's say Boondocks on a lineup. Uchungulu, Uchungulu, Nini, Ethic, and Kenyans will see it in the like. Eh? Let's go. Let's, you know, go. Actually, let's go. Because even all these other events that guys are going for, mm-hmm. like, I don't know who it is who came the other day. That one when there was a, a stampede. Oh, conscience. Mm. Yeah. But guys were saying, like, even when you're going through Twitter, guys were really talking about ethics performance, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or so sailors. That, yeah, or sailors. Like, you guys want to talk about those things now. Funny thing is, if yeah. you look at the Kilifi lineup this year, yeah. it's headlining with Ochungulu family. There's uh, Valerie Mudone. So if you even see the way the scene has had to adapt, because last year we we, we were booked Kilifi, and there was nothing like that. You understand? Like the guys I was sharing a lineup with were all DJs, Dylan S, UG, Suraj. You, you understand? <laughs> but, but this year, even Kilifi, Kilifi as, as an organization had to see that. They had to adapt to that. They had to adapt because they're like, what the market wants. Like now, the Kenyan market wants to listen to Kenyan music. And Mm. it's gotten to a point where, like, every event you're going to have, if you're going to bring Drake, you have to have Ochungulu family there. Yeah. If you're going to bring whoever you're going to bring, it has to, like, and that's why, big up, yeah, it's a big up, like, to the industry because now I'm seeing guys, like, I I, I went to class with Nelly the Goon. Yeah. And the time when he was starting off, he used to give people like links to his music. And now I'm seeing him with Ochungulu family and he's big. And that's really motivating because I'm like three years back, yeah? If these same guys who are releasing music. He was rapping now, in English. Did you know guys? Yeah, even Odiwa Murago yeah. was rapping in English. Yeah, like English, like English man. guy, you know, shout out Kiambi. Shout out Kiambi for that. I saw that on my plug for Gingeton. But that's what I'm saying. It's like it's actually like the industry right now is it's it's giving me hope because what I'm seeing is young 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 guys bro mm. are turn, like they're making some moves bro yeah, actually guys the thing like you're about play Ken- Ken- musicals it is because ethic bro like right now Kenya like for Kenyans Kenyan music is popping bro yeah, definitely you know I'm saying oh. it's popping for us and now it, it took a really long time because it used to get to a point where us as Kenyans used to shit on our own music like you're True, you're chucking with your friends. You're like, bro, a nigga, a nigga plays uh, a genge. Now it's genge tone. But back in there, it was genge. Nigga's like, yo, dead that. <laughs> Play some dead, Drake. Yeah, 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 bro, you, you know. <laughs> but now we're getting to a point where you're turning up with your friends and you're turning up to your like your music. Your Not yeah. like you who produced it, but like, you know, from your country. And yeah. it's like... It's and people you know, like you, you know Nelly, the yeah, goal. You, you understand. You see a guy in yeah. your, and YouTube, you're like, yo. I like, knew this guy. Like, like, man, like, yeah, exactly. Guy, like, the other day, I just saw Gunu owes me money, but he's so good, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> the video, but he owes me money. <laughs> but yeah, you see, it's it's really motivating for us, as especially as Atmosphere Records, because we're a record label. Yeah. So when I'm looking at this mad talent, like, for me right now, hottest artist out in Nairobi is Steph. And that's mm-hmm. no cap. And that's no cap, bro. You have so to be specific. There's Steph the rapper. Okay, Steph, Steph the Capella. rapper. Steph the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Instagram too. queen of filters, if you want me to be exact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've had her jam. Underscore. For EA, for EA girls. Yeah. It's, but it's like, mad. You, you understand? Oh, and like, these are the type of artists now that are able to come out because of this play. Like, if uh, we were not on this vibe this year, yeah. most artists would not be coming out. But because guys now kenyans are like oh you know people are really fucking with our music yeah so you have artists now releasing music recording music like guys like steph 
and there are mad more. There's Addisab. Yeah. Uh, now we have uh, this. Uh, There's Beatty. Yeah. Now like, me, I'm talking. Oh, oh, oh. I'm talking That's about a different like, category. Yeah. Me, I'm talking about like under, I'm talking under, about under, underground, underground hard artists. Right. I'm not saying Beatty isn't hard. Yeah. Like she can come by some beats sometimes, but I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> As a rapper, she's like she's yeah, hard. That's what I'm saying. Hard. The yeah. trap is always open, but oh, I'm talking like now we get this guy called Luis, yeah. and uh, he means a uh, like mad artist, bro. Like Mars, th- these, Kino, yeah, Mars, uh, Bakita, Bakita. There's a uh, Enaira, like. She'll put me onto these people. Man. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, Nairobi. That's what Katakara is for. And like, I'm telling you, like, as A and R right now, like the artists we're trying to bring, it's not even about the hype, bro. It's mad talent, bro. The these skill, are people bro. who have not ever, like, no one knows about them, bro. Steph had her first performance at Katakata. Her first performance, bro. No one knew none about her, bro. Now we're having, like, people coming up, and it's just a vibe. And it, you know, what shocks me is. There's mad people who are getting hype, but like there's these low key guys, like, damn, like someone like Steph needs to be out yeah. there, bro. You know, the funny thing, how I knew about Steph was through your videographer, Michelle. She posted a video on Instagram, mm. and I think she had used Michelle. I mean, the song, yeah. Steph's track. Yeah. And then I was like, who's that? Yeah. And then she was like, yo, you should check her out. And then I got interested, and then that's how I had for EA Girls. Mm. Are you guys yeah, behind man. that? <laughs> but uh, you're behind no. other things, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah no. No, she she recorded that on her own. Like we we weren't involved in that song, but um, yeah, man, she, like she killed Katakata back in uh, September. Yeah, like yeah, I love to have her on the. We're, we're having we're having her back, you know, uh, next month. Next next week. Yeah, next week actually. Yeah, so oh. uh, on the eighth, you know, Sunday, twelve Valhalla pull up, you know, four p.m. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you've had it right here on what is this podcast? If you wanna. Come kick it with atmosphere. Pull up at Valhalla along Gong Road. And yeah. Sunday the 8th of December, guys. Yeah. There you go. Um, so back to <laughs> play KE music, yeah? Do you, do you guys think that that has benefited you or will benefit you in the future? It has benefited us. It has benefited us. I think... I'll talk as now as a producer. If I, even if I had nothing to do with atmosphere, mm. I've been working in as a producer for a couple of years. And this year, I've been able to get guys in the studio a lot easier. And I think the best thing is the creative energy. It's so original. Like, guys, I think Play KE Music gave Kenyan artists the confidence to sound like themselves. And that's the best thing you can have in a creative revolution. Because literally, you work with guys and people aren't afraid to sing in Kiswahili anymore. People aren't mm. afraid to... And facts, um, guys from like IG schools and that side, those it's like there's this expectation that they're more Western and guys are not afraid to show the most African sides of them through their music. And yeah, that's exactly. a vibe like the people I've been in studio with, Mush from the Bush, LaRue, Ayoti, we have people who are actually hella true to themselves. And that's a vibe, man, because I think entering 2020, Kenya is going to really be hit by a wave of a lot of quality. Music. 2020? 2020, definitely. All right. Definitely, definitely. So that's your cue point. My cue point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> We're waiting. Uh, uh, tell me about your 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 duo. Was it called Love Kendrio? Um, yeah, Love Kendrio. That was me and Davis. So right now you're still a duo, but you're part of a group. You broke up, but you're still in one group right now. Yeah, we're still part of Atmosphere. So like, how, how did that go? So And why did you guys break up? I think... <laughs> <laughs> why did you guys break right, up, so by the way? Love Can Rio was both of our entry points into the music scene. Like, we had a couple of platforms and that, but it was really an entry point. We were experimenting what works, what type of music do we like to play, learning to polish our art so we're actually good DJs mm. and it got to a point where creatively we're both growing and we realize right you're growing in this direction I'm growing right. in that direction it's not like we're not boys like we're chilling together all the time but our creative energy mm. we're just growing in different directions yeah. and we're like easy let's see where that takes us and it's been cool because like we broke up as a duo so Davis was now Davis B and me Lemmy and in that year I played Temple. The next year, he played Temple with me. And then, same year, we now played Kilifi New Year. So, like, 
he gets his gigs as Davis B, and I think it gives him more freedom to express his sets. Because you know, again, if you're in a duo, back to back, like yeah. maybe he w- he may want to take the energy two times higher. I mean, I'm taking it just one time higher. So, like, uh. it was really it's cool to like let your goon express himself, and at the same time, we perform together. Mm. Like last Katakata, we did a set together, um, a bit of Afro house slash piano stuff, and so the friendship and the the love's always there, man. Ah. Yeah, and, um, that <laughs> they w- they actually um they started you know making music before all of us and it was kind of like you know kind of inspired you know the rest of us like which kind of led to you know atmosphere being created you know being a thing so like yeah. Do you guys have a mentor? A mentor? Yeah, I think I'm my own mentor, bro. <laughs> 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 nah, yeah, not not that kind of mentor. Not like an official one. Like there's no one we go sit together. Do like you know it's really important okay. to have? Okay. A, I think for the industry, for the industry, I'd, I'd say this guy's name, Sam. He's yeah. Shout like, out to that guy. Or the guy who Sam. got you the Kilifi gig. Like he's, he's the guy. He runs Temple Atmosphere Sessions. So you actually have a mentor. No, I just said the industry. That's why I said there's one one guy. Like we had to shut that guy out because the time we were starting Atmosphere Sessions. He gave us a platform, yeah. like somewhere to do it, and then he was always hooking us up with also artists. You know, some of the artists used to play for Temple, so he was coming through with them. So yeah, I could say in this industry, like the only person who's really given a shit about atmosphere and like really tried. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, like no, I'm not even talking badly, mm. but like the guy who's like been like, okay, you guys can get this and get here. Yeah. So it's been Sam. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's that's the a few <coughs> times like he's asked us to sit down, you know, just talk about Is he an industry nigga? <coughs> he's an uh, industry guru. He's <laughs> industry what does he do? He's a, do- he's a guy who he owns uh, Gondwana and Temple. You know Gondwana? The, the event that's on the National, National Park. Park. Captain Stairs. You know? Captain Stairs. Oh, you need to catch up then. Oh, Captain Terrace along Mombasa. Yeah, yeah. the ah. event. Ah, on the yeah. Once a month. Ah. Once a month. I know it. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, some. Yeah. yeah, so that guy really, he's... That's the one he does. And he also does a lot of behind, this, behind the scenes. Like, he's actually putting Mark a lot of niggas on. He's putting, like, oh. last year he got uh, my guy Ola Davis to play Temple. Shout out to that. That was really... Temple is a gig or a place? That, you know, now uh, we used to come for atmosphere sessions. Yeah. That's even how we got the gig. There was a temple and that's that's even how, for me, that's how I fell in love with the scene, you know? Mm. The red room, going there, right. tipping out. So, shout out to Sam. He's actually been a mentor to us. Where do you, you guys get your sonic inspiration from? Because I've had some of your mixes and your mixes and I can... I can put some similarities to them. Mm. So I, I'm guessing you draw your inspiration from similar places, if I'm not wrong. Bella Kuti. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Yo, Bella Kuti is... <laughs> okay, you're Nigerian, so... Yeah, no, <laughs> I would even say as a Nigerian. Yeah, like as a Kenyan. I'm an I'm inst- instrumentalist. So yeah. That's my entry point into music. Yeah. And so for me, that's why I really fucks with Bella Kuti, big time. But yeah. You and Banabu both. Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. someone actually uh, did a <laughs> deconstruction of 12 songs he's done on oh, yeah, both. Saw you saw that? Yeah, like, man. it was like plagiarized, but hey. of course, he gives credit he's to. Not, yeah. And I'm meant to, to, to be aware that he, his mom or his, his grandfather, his grandfather was, Fela's manager. was Fela's manager. Mm. So it's he only right. Grew up in that shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never knew so yeah, he's man. like a goon who probably yeah. even knew him. It's not yeah. I never knew that. So yeah. I'm sure he doesn't pay for the samples. <laughs> samples are cleared <laughs> on the house. <laughs> on the house. <laughs> on the house. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying uh yeah, Fella? Fella definitely, but in electronic music, I have a lot of inspiration, so I can't really pinpoint. I'll just it. say one or two. Um I really fucks with black coffee. Mm. And when I fuck with him, when I say I fuck with him, not necessarily his production, yeah. but just how he's built his brand. Like I don't think Black Coffee is the best producer or DJ out of South Africa, mm-hmm. but he's no doubt the biggest. And I think that's because he's done something that we need to learn from on this side of the world. He's grown the scene behind him. So like Black Coffee got to a point where I realized I'm actually the biggest in this thing in my country right now. 
And instead of just staying at that point and being complacent, he figured, how can I help other guys? How can I bring people up? Mm-hmm. As he's stepping out, he's going around the world, but he's really bringing up the scene there. Like who? I'm not conversant yeah. with the, there's the a scene. Whole, there's a whole group like Shimza and Onapa, etc. So Dakapo. These are people mm-hmm. who, like, they'll get the support from Black Coffee. And why I think that's crazy is because no matter how big they get as individual artists, yeah. they always know that. Black Coffee is part of that story. How and does a producer co-sign you as an upcoming producer? That's all I know. It's just <laughs> seeing how to give them a platform, it, be it through features. He's a DJ, so like his Tomorrowland set, there are a lot of oh. songs that oh. put people on the map. He so played Suraj. Suraj. He played Suraj. Yeah. Kenyan, Kenyan yeah, DJ. No. He played really? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrowland. Twenty. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Damn. Uh, check uh, the second day. It's on the second day. He's playing the main stage. Uh, Black Coffee. Check it out. And like, if this is the way I see it, like that's the way you're meant to lead an industry. Like once you get to the top, don't be complacent at the top. That's a challenge guys in Nairobi have. And it's why- <laughs> Please had so feel much free issue. to mention names. We want all the smoke. We want all the smoke. We still all the smoke outside in Nairobi. We ain't got no smoke today. They see someone else coming up, they'll try to see how can we make it harder for them because they don't want to share their market share. They, they're insecure in yeah. their success. Like when I lift this other grow. guy, maybe exactly. my brand yeah, will go you, down. You, you, and now, you get that a lot with the Kenyan, with the Kenyan scene. With the scene. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, the it's, scene. it's actually crazy. Not, and especially even like you can say the underground scene, they they don't support each other, man. As an as really? a, as an entity, no. No, it's all hype, and that's no, not they cool. Don't, they and just, I'm seeing a lot of collaborations, ethic, or chungulo. It's, it's, it's just like how, how a lot of things are set up in, in this country, man. Like, you know, you can look at it outside of the music industry, like the entertainment industry as a whole, and even just like, you know, trying to get a job here. You know, people aren't trying to put like people on, like, just based off of like their hard work and their talent and all yeah. that. Like, there has to be some extra thing, like, you know them or they. They can offer you some I don't some outlandish thing or whatever. You pay them, yeah, you no, sleep no. with them. But yeah, <laughs> all that, bro, all that. Yeah. It's you, sad, yeah. What you're saying about collaborations, man, I don't even think that shows any solidarity because I think we're talking about this before the show. Like, oh, yes, man. If <laughs> yes, I'm in yeah. studio with you and you're doing something that doesn't sound right, I, I have a moral obligation to tell you, yo, this ain't working that well. But like niggas in this scene don't give a shit. And that isn't <laughs> cool. You can't have your name on a song. We're not gonna the mention the good. I'm not gonna I mean, I'm saying don't this, but the song <laughs> is tell questionable. Me this off air. Yeah, off air we're gonna talk. Off air we're like, gonna talk. It's a musically <laughs> questionable song. And you see all the names behind this project. You're like, no one all the all the ears that heard this never had this you crack. Know, you guys felt you to tell, tell this guy, yo, by the way, do something here. We just feel like you know, because I don't know, like, I feel like sometimes the reason for that was because the scene here is so open in terms of like, you know, like there's so much more that can be done in, in our scene. And I feel like, you know, people just try to get into that whole experimental thing and try, just try to, and then like, they don't realize that like, there's still such a thing as quality music and like, you know, the like, you know, breaking the rules, but also like, <laughs> It's fine to break rules if you it's fail like, to do the bare minimum. You know, like, the, you know the, what I mean? Like, basics, bro. It's, it's fine to break <laughs> the, the rules time. if it makes sense in what you're doing. Yeah, but exactly. like, a lot of the time, people are just trying to just be extra. And like in the studio, man, you need accountability. Like people need to tell you yeah, what's man, like, actually I'll, I'll good. Yeah, even with another producer who's telling me. Wait, uh, you guys are afraid game to mention names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even talking about anyone specific. I'm talking about the game in general because like, you see a lot, like a lot of a lot of the <laughs> studios that you, that a lot of the studio sessions that you might be in, like, you just see like people making music, and then you know they're they they're not like doing the best that they could, and that's what the scene needs, you know. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of guesswork as well from yeah. a lot of guesswork. Child and error. Producers and, in the scene, like. And to say that people aren't doing the best work that they can doesn't mean that people are whack. Like, you can yeah. be dope, but like. The, the man next to you needs to tell you, yo, like, you can do better than that. Like, put your best yeah, foot that's forward. That's what we're talking mm. about, man. Yeah. You're representing Kenya, man. It's like, like put in, like, this is what I see, man. Like, don't be that artist, yeah? You're entering the studio for the sake of releasing music. And that's what I feel like most people, that's the problem. Like, there's a lot of hype, like, oh, I have to drop an EP. Uh, like, no, nah, you don't, bro. Like, mm. just chill, bro. Work on your craft. That's basically what we've been doing. Like, atmosphere is out there. Like, Lemmy has music out. 
there's mad music coming out next yeah. year we have month, next month dropping. 6th yeah if i'm not wrong 6th 13th, 13th, 13th yeah yeah we're dropping I the first next yeah dropping the first project but like believe me it's not like we've not been making music there's yeah. mad music just chilling but yeah. it's yes. all about perfecting on your craft and okay now there'll be someone listening to this don't get me wrong like now nah, release your music because you can be criticized you can know can grow from that yeah you can grow from that but also don't be in a rush to do something if you're not ready man yeah. especially you're for underground artists yeah man. if 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 listen like get your get it mixed right you know this is this is one problem i have with artists here in kenya especially you it's as like, an anr yeah you go yeah me as an anr <laughs> yeah. yeah so you go into the studio have a really a good uh, recording session here yeah? you're not trying to pay your engineer well you're not even trying to get it mastered or mixed like you're just recording and you want to drop the track right you have the buzz you have the content but i'm not going to feel what you're saying because that shit is not to the standards it needs to be so most artists here in kenya actually have have had dope ass rappers people always send me their links yo listen to me guy has the buzz here yeah? it has no uh, playback value if 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 yeah. i can it has no you can't play it again because people don't want to invest in their music they don't want to invest their time they want to invest their money you understand so people be feeling like oh all, all, all i need to do all i need uh-huh. to do is be talented I, i pull up to the studio done no <laughs> no nah, bro like being talented that's cute bro but like <laughs> this <that's> cute <laughs> like there's much other stuff that you need to do so if you're not trying to pay your producer right yeah. you're going to have a hitting record if you're trying to pay your engineer right if you're trying to go record also you yourself as an artist need to try to work hard man let exactly me, yo, let me just say this that's and quote, quote working hard hard work beats talent every day man like niggas can't just so? be talent yes. i genuinely Definitely. think so man Definitely. you can't just think so? your talent Definitely. is going to make this make thing work out for you there's so many talented people that play at the side of the streets in the uk and europe man and they get coins they get tips and they're amazing musicians man they have the talent but have they put in the work in the craft there's so many people in this scene here in nairobi they have talent for days but are they putting in the work and so you don't you're not you don't even have a right to complain when you see someone who's putting in the work and they pass you in the industry because clean even if you're more talented than them the fact that they put in the work they deserve mm. to be where they are yeah mm. it's like i had a point to say it's just like with atmosphere bro artists don't want to come for sound check and hey. now like and this is this you, is something i'm people saying people you booked yeah, oh. bo- now you book someone you tell them sound check and it's sound check is at 3 if these artists are listening you better pull up their 3 yeah. sound check <laughs> is at 3 yeah. it's at 3 you know and come <laughs> 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 what is yeah, this podcast <laughs> first <one>. yo sound check <laughs> is at 3 people don't pull up you don't pull up for sound check at all at not all, even late bro. you pull up for your performance you, you don't yeah, yeah you don't have a good performance yeah then you're looking at us like oh sound no it's not the sound because <laughs> no listen don't blame the sound like yeah. and this is i have seen this with so many artists in nairobi yeah people take so many things for granted bro like the guys are like oh i'm getting to the bag but like how are you getting to the bag bro this is the bag i've told you to come sound check at 3 you pull up there 10 minutes before your performance always the one who's always doing the live with the piano so he's also stressed as fuck bro he's like we don't even what songs he's going to exactly, play exactly because he's like okay now what's happening they can't give you a flash disk here yeah, yeah, yeah play play game, number one play so this, it's, it's it's unprofessional it's, it's first really of all. unprofessional and like i see this with a lot of and like i know we are young mm. i know we are young like everyone here is 20 at least 20 something yeah. but bro being young doesn't give you the excuse to not be professional but. if you get a job bro show up bro mm-hmm. you understand and do it to your best of your ability but if you don't come for sound check you have a work ass performance it's also biting on me and my clients but like it's also biting on you with your image so this is what like artists don't understand they're like oh me i'm just going to perform at this small place I'm you think gonna... it's cause they're unprofessional or some of them have gotten a big head from being it's, a it's, star it's it's both yes. listen because both. i've seen that it's 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 yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. both ways yeah. it's both ways yeah. but for me i don't even say it's big head i don't care if you're drake if you're drake you're pulling up sound check at 3 Yeah I'm sure Drake yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure and, and, Drake and, and, and that's that. what I'm saying. It's like these people you, you listen you want to live a uh, life as a big artist yeah? yeah but those artists why are they there they put in the work. Exactly. So you want to act like Drake 
But Drake be pulling up for sound check. You understand? On time. On time. Bro. So and that's why he's where he is. So these artists have this uh facade of oh where they think big artists work, but no. Any big artist is professional. Big artist pulls up on time hard. and they work hard and that's oh, why they're there. Hard. So you you come to me feeling like a star. I'm like, <laughs> but you're a star, but the actual stars <laughs> are putting in the work, you understand? So you're just playing yourself, bro. And that's why I'm not I'm like I'm not gonna mention names, but they're mad artists yeah. I'm not going to book. Like yeah. Just because of that. Just because of not being professional. And they are mad talented. Mm. Yo, some and of them even let you know they're unprofessional before the event. <laughs> they're like, which is ridiculous. How, how do they crazy, tell you? Man. you know, it's you, crazy. You don't always tell even just by like the conversation, the conversation you're having with the person. Like, you know? Nah. Yeah, man. Are they sounding like they want to be serious about this thing? Am I they're taking it? Like What's the craziest? Uh, yeah, no, let me talk uh, about yeah. it. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> I, I, I give it nice, nice. What's the craziest? No names though. So there's this artist, yeah. It's a he or she. It's a she. <laughs> hey, we book her and she just didn't show up, bro. And like she calls me uh, 30 minutes after her performance. She's like, "Oh, I, it was Tusker Fest. I was turning up, and I can't make it." I'm like, wow. What do you do that time? So I have to go to Kiambi. Like, yo, you have to play two more hours. What? Another two hours. And because you have to fill in, like, you know, there's, you have to fill in that time. Yeah. If an artist doesn't pull up, uh. you have to do something. I can't go to the mic and be like, okay, guys, uh, just chill for 30 minutes. Uh, this artist hasn't come. How did you handle that situation? Ah, bro, we just had to say it's easy. I just had to go, had a small meeting with the team, and we were like, all right, she hasn't we pulled up, show, and we have to continue with the show, like, at that point, there's nothing else you can do. You just have to continue with the show because they are paying customers. They are seated. So they ex- expect the show to continue. So if, mm. so like, believe me, with atmosphere, we've dealt with really artists. I don't even like. Yeah, and like, um, the thing with, you know, artists showing up on time and showing up for what they need to show up for, it's like, just to compare it again to like, you know, these artists on the high levels, like in these other countries, like, you know, if you're playing at Coachella and you're an hour late for your set, like, what do you, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, things, the the way, like, the things work for the festival organizers, like, I know, like, we're obviously not Coachella, but, like, the way things work for the organizers of the event is, like, timing and just things having to go smoothly. So, like, if the artist is late, then it reflects badly on the whole event and, like, there's many people who maybe they just came for that one artist, you yeah. know? So, like, mm. there's so many issues that it causes. So, it's just a thing of, like, professionalism. And that's, like, really lacking. Yeah. And granted, we work with a lot of up-and-coming talents who are, like, really inexperienced already in terms of even performing and mm. pulling up for shows and all that. But, like, like, we can't stress it enough, like, the concept of professionalism because... When you when it gets to be things on a really high level, when there's a lot of money involved, like yeah, if you mess up like that, like there's there's penalties for that, and honestly, like yeah. we we've been pretty like generous in terms of like dealing with artists who are like like lenient is a good word. Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. We've been quite lenient with that sh- with that shit, and um, you know, like even just the other time we had an artist pull up. Like, we had to be calling this artist, like, where are you, where are you? Like, you you were supposed to be on 10 minutes ago, where are you? And, like, even just that communication of saying, like, if you're going to be late, like, so you say you're going to be late, because it's not even about, uh, like, like you know, artists think, like, you, we're going to shout at them, like, we're not your parents, man. Like, mm-hmm. we're running a business, you know? So it's just <laughs> about being professional, man. Like, that's it, bro. You know, so, yeah. a point to add to that. Yeah. Is is uh, contracts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the way to avoid it. Hit you with hit hit you with that fine print. Because <laughs> even like me, when I was chilling, then when I got the Kilifi contract like this, I read it. I'm like, hey, you know, is this serious? You're like, hey, <laughs> guys are telling you if you're late for the performance and you don't perform, you're going to pay them. Well, 15 minutes before. You remember that yeah. thing in the contract? You're it was like, if you're not 15 you minutes there, you pay that money they're paying you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, guys, uh, they put, that's the thing, you have to put those clauses and then now when somebody reads that thing, 
and it's a court case if you don't do it. It's a court, it's a court case. case if you will pay. No, atmosphere records is a company. So limit we can write here. So you guys, so the shore who missed. Alibatika because at that time we're not we're not we're not official. Yeah. But right now, bro, I'm gonna send you a subpoena, bro. But actually, those things are important. Those things are important. You got so contracts, nini? They're important, man. They are very good because it's important also to protect yourself and to protect even as an artist to get a contract. It's not like guys are. You know they're trying to be too. What's the word? Like detailed. They're not trying to to fuck up your grind, man. It's literally we just want to protect each other. Yeah. In case of anything, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a, a certain way to behave exactly. if uh, as any scenario comes up, like let's say you're sick Speak, yeah. or you're doing this. Or you're that. There are clauses that protect. Yeah. yeah sh- because that do all those things. Yeah. So that you don't start saying, oh, nee, 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 nee. you guys do uh, artist development because you know, yes, you you're doing uh, gigs with people who probably have no experience, yeah? yeah, and you need to train them. Maybe someone is genuinely naive on oh, I'm supposed to do sound check. Maybe they don't even know. Mm. Oh, yeah. so, it's, okay. so it's raw talent, yeah? yeah. So what kind of artist development? Do okay, you do? so for for now, yeah. for now, okay. Right now, okay, the artists we've been dealing with, okay, people who already are on they uh, the a, first a step, yeah, like they they're already taken the first they're step. They're not like that beginner. They're not that, that role, but beginner. when it comes to that, and we're actually willing in future to work with those type of artists, we would literally have to, like, only thing so we need is sound check and rehearsals. <laughs> Pull up to the studio, we'll rehearse with you, we'll take you from... Yeah, we do rehearsals. Yeah, because Steph had never performed, like... Before, before she came for, like she had tracks out, yeah. but she never performed before. So she went through to Ola's house studio, did a session with him. Yeah. So the day when it came, it was good. So for those cases, if there's an artist with raw talent and they've never performed, yes, you pull up to the session, you have a rehearsal with Ola and the team. Mm. And that's where we work from. Like, okay, mm. we'll be like, all right, let's not do this. Let's do this. Okay. Let's not... That's that's how you right. work with. So we actually have worked with raw talent. Steph being one of them, the first they're overhyping this shit, bro. And like it's getting to a point. It's like you can't have a now you can't have a normal argument with a shorty without her saying. It's or it's because you are a nigger. That's that's my whole point. I'm not saying like they're not <laughs> to be listened to, but I'm just saying like not every argument. Like I just wish we could have a normal argument with someone. Without yeah. being like, oh, because, oh, it's because I'm a shorty, that's why you're saying that. Oh, it's because, and I know shorties be like, oh, but you don't understand what, like, I do, bro, relax. What I'm saying is, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm just saying. <laughs> that's mansplaining. Yeah, you know, but like, what mansplaining is. I want, I want to I do, I do, bro. I want us to have uh, an open forum where it's, fair, where it's fair, where it's not like everything I do or yeah. say is because I'm a nigga. That's all I, I have to say. You can be so quiet. I don't know. Were you... Okay. No, I feel you. Oh, yes, yeah, this is Kambi now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, underscore at Kambi. No. At, at underscore Kambi. Yeah. Yeah. Kambi at IG. Um... Okay, in regards to the specific example, um, this guy brought up about that kid. I don't know, but like, just in general, there's a lot of information and learning that I think niggas need to start sensitizing themselves to, like with those uh, like with that instance, like the transgender rights and all those things. Yeah, there's a lot of information which I think. Niggas need to start um, reading and like also trying to understand, like, you know, what are these people saying? Because, like, they're literally articles on articles on articles. You can just scroll up like this, and it's not issuing. Well, guys are literally talking about all these issues LGBTQ and feminism and uh, transgender rights and whatever, etc. So, like, I can't comment on like that specific example, but I'm saying, like, there's also. I feel a lot of work like as men can do to try and also understand like what exactly are the issues being being presented here. Alright. That's that's how I'd say it. You've taken a very neutral point. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
think we actually all did a great job in that segment. Yeah. Whatever can be said. Now that the atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. You're trying to get us cancelled in here. Right? <laughs> 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 that has been unless anyone has anything to add. No. Right. Thanks for having us, though, man. Yeah, sure. You're welcome, man. Appreciate it, man. So fun. So that has been episode 58. And it's 8 December, and whoever who listens to this podcast, we're giving out two free tickets to Katakata. So, you know, whoever's first two people to comment on your podcast yeah. gets two free tickets. Shout out to the yep. gang. So I, you, you shout out there. Yeah, let's Yo, it. shout out. What is this pod, man? Yeah. What is this podcast? Exactly. What is this? <laughs> 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 that's that's been a uh, episode fifty eight of what is this podcast? Yeah, see you later.